Hello and welcome to episode three of the Only Foals and Racehorses podcast with me, Rhea, from Adventures in Black and White. I hope you're enjoying the series so far. Um, I have to say that this is a little bit like therapy doing this series. So, um, yeah, there may be a little bit of PTSD coming on, but also a lot of happy memories. So let's get on with the episode. Today's episode is going to be all about the horses on main yard um, that I either handled or rode and um, I think uh, you guys all seem to like the funny little stories so there's going to be plenty of funny stories today. When I first started, so we're going to start with main yard because that's basically where I first started and um, like I said before the horses all had funny names, um, well because they're Arabic which was funny to me and um, not only was uh, they had very similar names, so you might have like a Munadam and a Munadum or Tawafik and Tawameek. Um, you then also, because we had Arabs as well as thoroughbreds on Main Yard, you might have like Shafi the um, Arab and Shafi the thoroughbred on the yard at the same time. So you used to have to know exactly who you were getting. And talking of Shafi, Shafi uh, was one of those horses that's always stuck out in my memory. Um, he was a big Kimambo colt. Um, when I first started, he was on Main Yard. Um, he was uh, trained by Sir Michael Stout. And um, he basically spent most of his career getting either broken in, going into training. Then he'd come back for a few weeks because he was lame or sick. And then he'd get ready. Then he'd go back to training to stouts and then he would break again and he would come home and um, I don't think he ever actually ran his name in Arabic means mediator um, he definitely wasn't a mediator he was a big bull of a horse and he basically spent most of his time just terrorizing us humans um, I there's a few uh, occasions with him that I remember uh, putting him on a horse walker out in a cage. He was just a complete beast. You just had to watch where you were because he'd just annihilate you. Um, and then there was one day where I was down to long rain in the school. And actually, I was long raining Shafi, the Arab, and Giles was long raining Shafi, the horse, um, the thoroughbred. And uh, yeah, he, Shafi was just about to go back into train, I think, at this point. So we were doing four fives which because Giles was on Shafi was a bit of a uh, hard time because Giles was a nutter who used to like running a lot and he was he was in I remember going around there and like Shafi Arab that I had was very very lazy so I was having to work really hard and we were running around the school and Giles kept catching up with me and then all I could hear was Shafi thoroughbred breathing down my neck which was not pleasant um, but yeah, so that was Shafi. I, I don't remember much him being ridden. Um, I definitely didn't ride him, that's for sure. Um, and he was there the whole time I was there. In the end, actually, Shafi got gifted to the Hungarian National Stud and um, they absolutely loved him down there. Um, I don't know whether he covered any thoroughbred mares and had any racing foals, but um, they definitely loved him. Um, before he went off down there, he was actually uh, on the yard where that I ran um, in the end. And um, I remember going in one night and the other lady that helped with the yard hadn't put his rug on. And I said, oh, is he going to be OK? He hadn't got his head collar on. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. 
um, went in and because we always used to give them hay at night when we check round. So if you were putting rugs on it, it was quite handy because you'd just give them the skip of hay and then you could usually put their rug on without having to put a head collar on and this, that and the other. And we gave him a skip of hay, went to swing his rug on and he swung ground and he basically bit me in the crotch so hard that I had the most gigantic bruise on my foof, <laughs> for want of a better word for about a week afterwards and it was quite painful to ride and to walk um so that was my enduring memory of Shafi um he just loved rehab he never did anything he was just a big fat horse who probably got the best that he deserved actually in the end like he went off and he had a whirl of a time in Hungary they they did used to gift quite a lot of horses randomly like that and um the next horse that I'm going to talk about that was gifted uh, was a horse called Sh uh, Fari. So um, me and Holly used to call Shafi, Shafi Manafi. And then we have Fari Minari. Uh, Fari was like Shafi. He was a big cult. He was a Kailaki out of a mare called Hill Hopper. He was incredibly talented. He um, also just loved rehab. I don't actually even recall him ever leaving rehab to go into training. He just was constantly in rehab. And he was this big black cult. Again, one that you just had to watch your back with because he would just try and bite you constantly. Um, but what he also used to do was he used to like pretending to colic. Um, I'm not quite sure what was really wrong with him, but you'd go and you'd be checking around at night and he'd be laying there groaning. And and then you sort of go in to see if he was OK. He'd be lying down and he'd just bite your leg as you stood next to him. He was just he was just a terror. Um, and. I don't even remember. I think I think Adam used to long reign him. I don't remember him ever being ridden. And um, in the end, he actually got gifted to Colonel Gaddafi, of all people. And he went out to Libya. So that was like a bit strange. And I felt really bad. I remember, I never forget the horse because he, he had like such a lovely sort of face about him. And he was just that sort of horse that you sort of remembered. And... So he went out to Colonel Gaddafi and then when the um, Colonel Gaddafi's uh, regime got toppled and he got killed, I did wonder what happened to Fari. So I, I looked him up and um, actually up until last year, the horse was still alive. He was nearly 20 years old at this stage. And well, actually, no, he wouldn't have been 20. It would be like 18. And he... He was still there in this stud when the regime had fallen. These guys really, really cared for horses and looked out for him and a number of other stallions that they had. And uh, they were the horses that got kidnapped last year. Um, there was some military coup and these horses got kidnapped. And I don't know whether he's alive now um, because the people that did it, they were like not very nice people. So it seems such a shame that the horse had like survived all of that and then would be killed like that but yeah it was random like we gave horses to all sorts of people another one that went to a random place was a horse called Marahel and um, he'd been a very very successful horse for Sir Michael Stout as well and he ended up in Barbados and he actually he did have a, a much happier ending because he became the leading stallion sire in Barbados and I'm sure he had an absolutely fantastic time but I'll talk more about him in another series because he crossed my path a couple of times in my career so I'll come on to that later so as well as you so say you have Fari and uh, Shafi and then uh, another 
big horse that made an impression on me was a horse called Tazeez or Tazeez the Disease, as we used to call him. Tazeez was another big cult. He was a, uh, I can't remember what he was. He was he was a big American cult. And uh, he just, just basically loved to terrorise us. And he actually ended up being quite good. Um, he won a number of decent group twos. And he also won the Cambridgeshire, um, which was mad because he was the laziest thing to work at home. He just, he'd been in rehab for like ever. Um but then the boy came good, which was really nice. And actually, it sort of gave you something to really focus on. You know, it was nice when we had these good horses that either they were good horses, they came to us and we fixed them and sent them back, or they were horses we'd had because they'd always had trouble and then they went on and they did good. Um, as well as, obviously, the yearlings that we had. Talking about yearlings um we had there was a few yearlings that sort of stuck out in my mind that we had one of them was a filly um who became called Maziona Maziona actually appears later in my life and we'll come back to how I spent a lot of time looking after her later in her career but I remember her as a yearling I'll never forget her because she was this black Danzilli filly and literally jet black. Like the thoroughbreds don't come in black, but this this horse was definitely black. And she had like ermine marks um, on her white legs. She was really, really pretty, but she was completely uh, evil for want of a better word. Um, she was all right if you got a hold of her. But in the field, I remember like she was really difficult to catch to the point that we'd have to go out like in a big group and herd her into the corner and then she'd just run at you and like just charge whoever she thought was the weakest. And it was really strange because actually once you got her, she was fine. And um, yeah, broke her in. I even rode her and she was she was dead sweet. But I just I remember her having this bit of an attitude out in the field. And um, that was something that I'm glad I didn't forget her because, yes, she uh, she kept that later in life. I had spoken in the last episode about the um, hacks and um, now we're talking about yearlings, like the hacks obviously come into it. I'd said for like Bugsy was the main one that I rode and I remember we were going around one day, I was leading the yearlings and um, one of the Ukrainian lads had been in trouble for giving a horse a girth gall and the poor lad, he... He then was terrified of giving another horse a girth gall. So what he did was he didn't girth his horse properly. And as we were going around the track, his tack slipped. And so he fell off. And then obviously his saddle was like slipped completely round. And he, the horse was then galloping around the track with the saddle underneath it while we all sort of tried to stay on our horses. And um, the French lad, Denis, who we spoke about last week, the mad Frenchman, um, he said to me, oh, rear, rear, you put your horse across the track. You must stop him with Bugsy. Because if I stood Bugsy across the track, he basically blocked it. And I, I thought this was a rubbish idea. But, you know, when you're kind of like new to everything, you just do what you're told. So this yearling, he was worth a lot of money. Like, I think I'm pretty sure that was the one that was the half brother to Acclamation, who was a big stallion at the time. And he's only just retired now, Acclamation, I think. This horse is just going nuts. He wasn't going to stop. No one could stop it. So I, I put Bugsy across the track as this yearling's like careering towards us, completely out of control. Like it wasn't looking where it was going. It was just running. 
and um, consequently the yearling ran into me um, and knocked me and Bugsy to the floor and that was my first fall although technically I didn't fall off that one I was Bugsy was knocked over <laughs> so, uh, poor Bugsy just lay there on the floor this yearling obviously it stopped the yearling long enough for it to sort of reconsider its life and we were just near the chute to go off the track and then the horse just took off again he did in fact jump the metal gate that uh, shut us onto the, the track and the gate then got caught on his saddle on his stirrups and came off and it was one of those moments where you just like how is this horse even going to survive this as he then gallops round the shake's lawn with the gate attached to his saddle all underneath him and um funny enough um the horse was actually fine i think he had a few cuts on him but um he survived and yeah uh, as often goes those that survive that sort of thing they never become any good and that horse didn't actually become a decent racehorse at all but it's just one of those mad crazy moments where you just like we're all going to die and um poor bugsy you could see why the the hacks were like terrified because like they just put in situations like that um it wasn't pleasant poor thing um but he got over it and i got over it and i was pleased i was on him and not on sam um i'd said about sam last week um he was mrs lancaster's hunter and he was the most gutless horse that ever was known to man sam also had an incident with a gate not with me my friend holly was riding him and we to this day we're not quite sure exactly what happened um i wasn't out that lot so i didn't see it but holly was riding up to the gate to open it and for some reason one stride out from the gate sam decided that he was going to jump it but he wasn't very athletic and he kind of like Fosbury flopped sideways over the gate. Holly was lucky that she didn't actually get hurt that day because the horse literally went right over the top of her as he went sideways over the gate. And um, yeah, she was really lucky. But I remember riding Sam round there and if anything behind him bucked or farted or squealed, like he literally would just run off with you. And he was already in like a Menganus snuffle, like he was in a really heavy snuffle, but he just had no balls at all. He wasn't even that nice to hunt either, from what I gather. So um, I have to say, I, um, my definite favourite two hacks would have been Bugsy or Milo, definitely not Sam. Aside from the uh, nutty hacks and the earlings, um, I did have chance to ride some really quite nice horses while I was there. One of them was a horse called Munadam. He was a really, really classy horse. Um, but again, like a lot of the horses that you find in rehab he had his own issues and he'd been in Dubai a lot and I didn't realize that you know horses that have been in Dubai um they often come back a bit sour I think they get groomed a lot and um they just they just don't like people when they come back and uh, Munadam had been out there a few times at this stage um when we went to go and pick him up he was actually at Gainsborough in town but um he'd come to us for a rest he came every year um, and he was known to be a bit of a savage um, and I don't think I've ever been so terrified tacking a horse up in my life he was a bus to ride like a complete bus to ride but he was not pleasant to tack up like he would try and get you with his teeth and with his legs and when you're trying to bandage horses like that it's not it's not pleasant um, but he was a very very good horse 
another horse that ended up being fairly decent was a horse called Mouthique. Um, he, again, um, I didn't ride him um, because he was a bit of a nutter. And he was another big, huge colt. Um, as some of you will know, Mouthique ended up being a stallion from his little escapades on the racetrack because he actually was quite a decent horse. But he he was, yeah, he was not a pleasant character at all. And I remember he picked up Roy one day by his shoulder and literally shook him. Um, um, Roy was the guy that um, he just mucked out the stables, a little English lad that just, he was a bit special to put it politely and he was lovely but yeah he was he got mauled by Malthik and then also Rob got mauled by Malthik as well I'm pretty sure Rob got kicked out the box by him on one occasion um so he was just one of those horses that you you steered clear of they weren't all nutters though um we had Ganati who actually was Malthik's sister um and she won the oaks and she was lovely um so we'd have um the dunlop fillies over every winter and look after them and she was a lovely lovely sweet thing that just sort of got on and yeah it was nice to have her because she was a very decent racehorse and then there was my favorite yearling um lafette lafette was um he was a real applause he won a couple of sort of low grade races and they sold him on but he was just a really really nice horse that i just loved and I rode him a couple of times and had, yeah, a lot of fun with him. You have to remember that in rehab, the horses are there for a reason. So they're either south from being in training or, well, most of them are injured, which was why a lot of them were really quite difficult to deal with, even on the ground. And um, it, it definitely, it was an education. You learned how to sort of assess situations very quickly and and also ways of dealing with horses that are incredibly fresh because some of those horses would have been on box rest for months with fractures complex fractures and had their legs pinned and they did a lot of sort of you know experimental stuff that was you know new techniques that were coming in they'd often allow the vets to try them on those horses because we had the money to pay for it like prp and things like that um so that is why it seemed like a lot of the horses were kind of a little bit mental and maybe a little bit like they they definitely were not like horses that you rode in training, um, which I hadn't really expected. But um, yeah, that was sort of how they were. I didn't end up spending that much time on Main Yard in the end. Um, I think I was there for about six months and then I sort of moved around a bit so because I was small I would go wherever the smaller horses were and um, obviously rode the yearlings once they were broken in and the quieter colts I would be on. Um, I did have a fair few accidents in my time I was put on the floor a number of times um, we all were to be fair um thankfully i never had any accidents while i was lunging them and i never had an accident breaking a horse in so i was quite lucky um but i did see some quite horrific injuries while i was there um and that leads me on to my introduction into the world of arabs but we're going to discuss that one in the next episode so uh if you want to hear all about what the delights of uh, racing Arabs are then come back for episode four um 
I've really enjoyed this episode. So if you've enjoyed it too, please screenshot it on, share it on your social media, like it, subscribe to um, my channel on whichever platform you listen on, or just drop me a line just to let me know how you like it. Anyway, see you next week. Bye bye.